Hey guys. Hi. Hi. We're back for another episode. Yeah. Welcome to <laughs> this episode of Let's Get Coffee with your hosts, Lou Jane. I'm Lou Jane. <laughs> I'm Shreya. I'm Shreya. <laughs> We've done this because someone else has just told us that we sound really, really similar. And it's hard for them to tell our voices apart. And we get that a lot. So I feel like we need to clarify. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway. Hi. Welcome. How are we doing? good how about you how's your week been my week's been fun it's like the first week back after half term I feel like a lot is going on but I'm enjoying it like I kind of need the stimulation that sick form is giving us you know me too I love being I I think I've said this before but I love being in sick form it's just so productive and I miss having things to do every day like having like a checklist of stuff to do and I've also gotten quite a lot of homework this week which mm-hmm. is fine we're moving through it it's fine but it was just a bit of a shock to the system after like not doing anything all half term um, yeah but yeah I think it, it just comes with adjustment again because I mean that's what we've been doing for like two years now so exactly it's just like routine is a very big thing for me like I yeah. enjoy knowing what's going to happen and I feel like I've adapted to like I've gotten better at adapting to routine like a lot faster um, yeah so yeah but I don't know it's been a good week I yeah. feel like it's just a nice you know re-entry into like school yeah. Um, but yeah what about you for me it's like I'm just really obsessed with routine like I just I stick to routine a little bit too closely and we've talked about this before too like just me and Lee Jane not on the podcast but um I'm just really not stuck in my ways but I like knowing what I'm going to do when I'm going to do it and being kind of strict with a schedule. And I know that that's not always good, but it just makes me feel so comfortable to know what's coming next, if that makes sense, so that I can plan ahead. And I think that comes with me just wanting to be prepared for things as well. So I don't know. How do you feel about that? Yeah, I think that you're definitely right. I feel like you're a big planner. You're quite type A in that respect. Yeah. I like having like like I like knowing what I have to do I'm not so much like a you know some people when they have like revision timetables they're like from one till two I'm gonna do this and then two till oh, three yeah. blah, blah I don't like that because I think if I miss one slot then it throws off the whole thing oh you know? yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um so sticking to something really rigid is like kind of annoying to me like I just feel a little bit trapped but, like, mm-hmm. knowing what I need to do and then knowing I can just organise myself as fits. Like, I like being a little bit flexible. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know yeah, I appreciate that a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, what do we want to talk about today? Because we both well, have a few things we wanted to bring up. Yeah, well, we wanted to... Well, our overarching arching, arching <laughs> kind of idea for this episode was being bold, basically, and confident. Um, and I guess... I don't know how that works for us. Sorry, my dog in the background again. Um, But yeah, how that kind of works for us. I don't know, just talking about it in general, talking about it as kind of like a characteristic. Okay, I just wanted to say my building work is still going on. So if you hear any really loud drilling or anything like that, it's just the construction outside and I'm very sorry about it. But yeah. Okay, so back to what we want to talk about this week. We basically wanted to talk about being bold and confident and what that means for us, I guess. And I guess almost, I don't know, because being bold and confident 
they're very difficult things to be you know like they're very hard things to kind of nurture and care for and also I don't I never know if it's a natural thing for people Mm -hmm. and if it's something that people grow out of um is it something they grow into I never know okay well yeah I feel like here's let me let me set the scene this is why I felt like we needed to talk about this this week um is I've been thinking a lot about like energy and uh you know like I feel like I've absorbed a lot of anxious energy over the last week like and that's kind of had an impact on my quote-unquote boldness and when I say bold I don't really mean anything too out there I literally just mean standing up for yourself or you know being comfortable like for me I feel like being bold is just being comfortable and relaxed yeah Um, and so when I'm sometimes you know like I I might be in situations where other people are anxious or where people aren't like don't feel comfortable in the situation and I tend to absorb that energy I've noticed just because I don't identify it as anxiety or being nervous or whatever I just take it in just because I absorb energy like that and um yeah so I found myself kind of not being very bold and like questioning myself doubting myself over apologizing asking too many things like you know just kind of not being myself um and that happened for about two days before I caught myself and I was like okay no I need to get back to my bold self you know I need to like get on this now because otherwise it will become a habit um yeah Yeah. so what's your experience with that tell me tell me tell me I don't know I think growing up I I don't really like that phrase but when I was growing up basically Mm. especially since a very very young age I've never been shy and I think in that way I really I'm different from my sister because she was really super shy growing up so I was like everyone always tells me that I was super like like energetic and just I just say what I wanted and I you know go off with new people and I make new friends and I was good at doing that kind of thing when I was younger especially and sometimes I really wish I could like go back to the point where I never thought about the implications of what I was doing because Mm -hmm. I think often being bold and confident and the reason that people step away from it is because of how it makes other people feel I guess and what other people think of it and I think that's why people aren't I think I really do think that's the only thing holding people back when you really think about it and I think again that's the thing that's been holding me back as well specifically Mm -hmm. recently like you've been saying as well I think it's one of those things that I really want to be good at Mm. I really really want to be good at being bold and confident I think I am when I have to be Mm -hmm. but yeah I would really like to be even when you know I don't necessarily have to be confident like in a group discussion like we've been talking about last week as well or you know when I'm in a class full of new people and Mm -hmm. a question gets gets asked something that I really would like to answer and have thoughts on Mm -hmm. but it's that thing of well I don't really have to and also what are people going to think if I do you know right because I think yeah go on sorry sorry yeah um I think like we get too caught up in like looking for um like permission almost to feel comfortable in social situations and like I am so over that because no one is going to walk in and be like hi guys you can be comfortable now no one is going to stay no one's going to tell you that this is a safe space like no one is going to do that that's not anyone's job so I feel like I'm just you know trying to take the role of being the comfortable person that makes sure everyone else can be comfortable because someone has to be the trendsetter and you know we're sitting around waiting for someone else to do it you might as well do it yourself in that time 
that's very 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 true i think the that stems from just is this a safe space do you know what Mm -hmm. i mean i think that stems from literally everyone thinking is this a safe space can i and i've been in so many specifically recently actually going to like clubs and things um as in like school clubs (laughs) um (laughs) extra yeah actually you know extra and things like that especially like discussion groups and they'll be like you can just say what you want you know like this is a safe space say what you want and I feel like that holds people back I don't know why but it almost does the opposite of what its intention is which is so weird but I always think like you said it's great to be a trendsetter but for me it's firstly what other people think and secondly like I don't have to so why would I like let, let me just let other people speak and I'll just sit here again it's the social situation thing it just I'm not comfortable as comfortable I guess around people that I'm not as comfortable being bold or confident or showing my true self around people that I don't know as well if that right. in the sense of I'll talk to them and I'll you know I'll try and make them as comfortable as I possibly can and I will still be Shreya I just won't be as like you know I don't know because oh okay in our secondary yeah in our secondary school we like were in the same class of people for quite a long time so we really really got to know the people in our class got to know you know how they are what they're like in a lot of different kind of social situations and I think that really helped me become a more confident person around them Mm -hmm. you know and I think it really helped me in terms of again if a question was asked I would be okay to answer it because I knew there was like no judgment there and I knew you know it's a really comfortable place and I know everyone so well and I think that really changed in sixth form when we got put in different classes and I didn't know people as well and I just wasn't as comfortable and I was almost seeking some sort of validation for the things that I wanted to say you know Mm -hmm. Like, it's okay, you can say it. And like you said, no one is going to tell you. It, could, it literally is not anyone's responsibility to tell you that this is a safe space. You have to create the safe space. Right. So, yeah, I think that's a really big thing I've learned, actually. Yeah. A few months. Um, yeah. I completely agree. I think it's just like, I don't know. I think I'm, for me, it stems from like a fear of becoming or seeming obnoxious. Um, yeah. so I tend to kind of hold back make sure everyone else has like spoken not that I ever had a problem with that like I don't think I was ever overbearing but mm. it's just the fear that like I could be um and so yeah and but I feel like now I'm just kind of like I need to focus on me like what I want to say instead of trying to make everyone else feel like they have an opportunity first you know like I just kind of I need to put forward what I can and then there's like a teacher there there's someone there who is going to be like making sure things are fair that really isn't my job my job is just to like give what I can um Mm -hmm. like as a student in terms of being a student and then in terms of like social situations like if no one else is gonna step up then like I'm gonna do it because I feel like the difference like from what you were saying is that um I feel the not the responsibility but I feel like I should be the one to speak like you were saying like oh it's not really my job and like I completely get that because sometimes it isn't but like for me I I feel like I have things to say like 80% 80% of the time yeah. so I feel like I should um and I'm like if no one else is gonna step up like I might as well take the opportunity um so that's definitely like my journey with being bold recently like that's what I need to really push myself on because it's like e- if you get too comfortable um 
being like really laid back and get too comfortable taking a back seat then like it's so it's way harder to like come back from that you're so right you're so right about that it is really yeah if you do get too comfortable just being a spectator it's very Mm -hmm. very hard to involve yourself and it's hard to change people's opinions of that too actually um and also I completely agree with what you're saying like it is hard being confident especially when you feel like you're coming across as being overconfident and that is an issue we've talked about before but is something I'm really really struggling with especially recently I've been having a lot of like I've just been making a lot of self-deprecating comments lately Mm -hmm. and for some reason I don't know why but some something has happened recently that's taken a bit of a hit to my self-confidence which is fine those kinds of things happen but the kind of product of that is that I am being kind of self-deprecating again um and I'm kind of being like oh you know I'll just make comments about myself and I can't take a compliment and I don't know how to kind of fix that and I don't know how to you know better myself because I haven't really been in a situation that's taken this much of a hit to my self-confidence I don't think I think again I've said this before and I think in social situations it's different my confidence is different in social situations but when I'm talking to people that is I don't know when I'm just talking to people and if someone's complimenting me I can't seem to accept it anymore Mm -hmm. and don't really know why that is but I can't seem to go okay thank you and move on Mm-hmm. I just feel the need to make a right yeah and you know what I don't know it's just I feel like it's one of those things you have to force yourself to do like yeah some things it's like sometimes your thoughts lead your actions but sometimes your actions lead your thoughts mm-hmm. right so like sometimes you have to act on something before you feel it just to force yourself to feel it and like yeah and I feel like a big way to combat that is like insecurity is essentially just the fear of being caught out right like it's the fear of like being an imposter almost yeah one being like or you're like you being like yeah I'm really good at writing and then someone be like no she's actually not that good at writing you know like someone calling you out on something yeah yeah that's like the fear but like the only way to like combat that is honesty I think because like if you're being honest no one can negate that no one can really call you out and Mm. that's like a big thing I've been working on as well as like just pure honesty because then in social situations no one can like be like oh that's not true or blah blah blah. because it's just you're being yourself and I feel like I've seen a lot of people in social situations do that and I've been really inspired by them and um yeah and I feel like that really pushes confidence and like with the self-deprecation as well it's just kind of yeah I don't know you just have to be honest with yourself and be like hey I'm not feeling it right now but yeah I'm gonna have to fake it till I make it I don't know That's the thing, I'm, I don't like to beat around the bush, and I don't like to, I think you know this, but sometimes mm-hmm. I'll just say what I'm thinking, and it is good in some situations with the pure honesty and things like that, it is good, but it also means that sometimes I say things about myself that I believe, like, as in, in terms of self-deprecation, mm-hmm. that's the thing, when it comes to honesty, I feel like I am being honest. Like, I'm not being self-deprecating in order to receive compliments from people. Yeah. And I think that's the weird thing, is that I'm not doing it because I want people to be like, no, 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 you're not, no, you're not. 
it's because I actually do believe what I'm saying and that's where the hit to my self-confidence has been is because I believe that I'm not this and I'm not that and I'm not this and that's why I say it it's not because mm-hmm. I want to receive compliments yeah, in yeah. the time mm-hmm. and I-, I think that's that's why I get a bit scared sometimes to you know it's on either end of the spectrum because if I'm I feel like if I'm being confident I don't want to seem overconfident and if I'm being self-deprecating I don't want people to think that I'm fishing for compliments so I don't Mm -hmm. know really where the in-between is because I want to be sure of myself and I am but when when things like that happen when I am kind of you know being kind of rude to myself yeah it just I take a step back and I'm like whoa Shreya like yeah you might believe this is true but like I don't know how to change what I believe is true about myself mm-hmm. that's you know and good. that's been a very very big thing for me in terms of confidence specifically when I think in terms of validation receiving validation from someone that you like is extremely extremely gratifying and it almost gives you a sense of assurance in who you are mm-hmm. and you know what you look like and what your personality is like it just it gives you like it just reassures you basically mm-hmm. and so when that kind of turns around it makes you question those things and yeah. it's always like it, it, you're just really on shaky ground and that's how I feel I just feel very shaky and I feel very like sure in the good things that I'm saying about myself right because you you're kind of maybe lacking the validation from other people or yeah yeah and I feel like that's again like what I was saying earlier is just kind of like waiting for someone else to be sure of things when really it should be you who is sure and you should be the priority in how you're like the way you talk about yourself should not be to please anyone but you really yeah uh, you know and I know like obviously you said it, that this is you being honest about yourself and like that's a much deeper deeper issue where like it's you need to reframe your self-perception which is like really hard to do but like it is doable like people have done it and you can do it but more like I don't know fake it till you make it is really all I would say yeah and and you can't wait for anyone else to validate you because if you're not validating yourself at least on the surface then no one else is gonna do it Yeah. Mm. yeah see that's a weird thing though is that I know all these things like I know I understand what you're saying and I'm taking it in but for, I can't seem to apply it to my situation mm. because I know that if you were going through this or if someone very very close to me was going through this I would say the same thing I yeah. would say the same thing and the thing that I've realized that is that it's and you touched on this before but it's really not someone else's responsibility to make you feel sure in yourself mm-hmm. it's not because like I mean what's the point you know they give you compliments because that's what they think Mm -hmm. right they don't give you compliments I mean maybe some of them do but you know compliments aren't given with the intention of oh my god this will make her feel 10 times more confident about herself right like when you give a compliment you say it because that's just what you're thinking Mm -hmm. right oh she looks so she looks so nice in that dress it's just because you think she looks nice in that dress it's not Mm -hmm. because you know you want to say it so that she feels really great about herself and super bold and super confident that's not why you're saying it and so I think it's really important to understand other people's intentions when it comes to compliments right. and understand that they're not giving you a compliment to validate you 
they're yeah. just giving it to give the compliment and so you can't be thinking about the deeper implications of the compliment and I know all these things this is what I'm saying I know all these things and I know that what I'm saying right now is true mm-hmm. but I can't seem to apply it to the situation that I'm in which is weird because I should be able to yeah but I think it's, it's just like a difficult thing to do to be sure in yourself is so so difficult yeah, because it's, it's being bold, you know, it's like taking yeah. a leap of faith to make sure that like, you know, it's taking a leap of faith over all your paranoia because yeah. you know, you, people get like paranoia about like compliments and that's what, that's why I think what you're saying about compliments is so like relevant because a lot of the time insecurity tends to be like, everyone's lying to me, everyone's just trying to save my soul, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, well, yeah. the truth is no one really cares that much. Like, strangers who compliment you aren't standing there analysing the impact this compliment is going to have on you. They're just saying, like, the first thing that comes to mind and, like... Exactly. I don't know. It's just kind of, like... It's a mixture of things. It's really hard. It's a mixture of, like, trying to reframe how you see yourself, fake it till you make it, and, like... Yeah, and when someone gives you a compliment, like, it's going to feel awkward to say thank you the first few times. Like, it's going to feel unnatural. Yeah. But, like, sometimes you just have to catch it. Like, I don't know if you've ever had that feeling in a social situation where, like, you have an opportunity to say something or do something that will help you. Like, you feel like it will help whatever quest you're on. But, like, in the moment, it feels impossible to even get your mouth though. Like, you're just like, I can't do this. Like, this is awkward. Um, yeah. And, like, there's, like, this thing that's, like, almost like a ticking. Like, okay, you have, like, 10 seconds before the moment ends and you have <laughs> to move on. And so it feels like you have to kind of catch, like, you have to catch the lightning bolt before it's too late. Yeah. And, like sometimes I feel like I've had moments where like I've had to do that just because I know it's going to help me and it's been awkward and I felt uncomfortable but like I've been so glad that I got over that initial hurdle because now I can do it and not feel awkward you know what I mean like I completely yeah I know what you're talking so about sometimes you just have to kind of like like I don't know just bear it like you just have to be like oh like this feels gross to me like yeah you know, thank you for saying that and yeah you know yeah. it's gonna make you like kind of grimace and like be like oh yeah just but, kind of cringe it's just yeah, you're like, gonna cringe like, oh, i don't know i know what you mean because specifically in this fast-moving conversation as well yeah. it's so you just want to just say it before mm-hmm. the moment ends because you know that you have something good to contribute and mm-hmm. i know what you're saying i can i know i know exactly what you're saying because i yeah. i've done it before in front of you i think yeah i've definitely done it in front of you it's so frustrating though when like yeah. when you you're like you have like two seconds left to just get that comment out and you miss it and then the that's it like the moment's over everyone's moved on but you're still thinking about that for like the rest of the day and it's really frustrating it really like it's a blow for your confidence um it's a number of things that are running through your mind when you do it though it's Mm -hmm. what's this gonna mean i know that if i (laughs) say this and they're gonna think this about me but if i say this and they, they will tell other people that i can do this and it's just it's just so much going through your brain at one it's minute overwhelming. just to say that one thing. Yeah, and it shouldn't be like, I feel like yeah. I need to practice absent-mindedness more in the right way, where <laughs> I just do things for the sake of it, because like it gets so overwhelming to consider everyone's possible perception of what you're about to say. And oh, yeah. the thing is, people can see that you're waiting. Like, people know. Like, I've seen you and you've seen me, and they know that you're just kind of like, because you zone out for a second while you're like considering all these possibilities. But people can see that, like, something's on the tip of your tongue and you're just holding back. Like, it's very clear. So I almost feel like it's less uncomfortable to just get it out. And even if it doesn't land well, like, it's better than people watching you, like, cringe at yourself. I completely... I I literally... 
I have that feeling so much. Yeah. <laughs> I have that feeling so much. And often, the thing is, me and Luz do a lot of things together in school, like, in terms of, you know, extracurriculars and things like that. And so we see each other go through these things a mm-hmm. lot. And <laughs> and so when she yeah. says things like this, I know exactly what she's talking about for both of us, because <laughs> we've both been through it. And it's, it's I don't know, I don't know why I'm laughing, because it's, it's not really, it's not really funny or like embarrassing thing there we go that's what I meant it's not embarrassing but in the moment oh my gosh in the moment (laughs) it is the most embarrassing thing ever you can literally it's that phrase when you wish the floor could just swallow you up because it's just so you don't know what to say and then it ends up being um like but and it's just like you're saying a lot of filler words Mm -hmm. not actually getting to the point of what you want to say and yeah then you're like, mm, do they think I'm not articulate? Like, do they mm. think I speak? Like, it's just so awkward sometimes. Um, but also, I want to talk about how we have, I we said this before, but we're in our school's drama production. And so we had a drama rehearsal last week. And it was, <laughs> we were running through a really, really big act. And a lot of people were there. Mm. And so it was like, if you didn't have a scene, you were sitting and watching the scenes. And I can't even tell you I was so scared and I don't even know why because I thought about it and when I was sitting down watching scenes I was not I did not care that much about the people on stage yeah like there there aren't any critics like it's literally just the least of your worries right now it really is no one cares as much as you think they care Mm. and I think that goes back to the the compliment thing as well no one cares like they are not thinking about the implications of what they're saying. Mm-hmm. I think the same goes for when they, when people say something mean. But in terms of compliments, no one thinks about, you know, no one cares that much. It's not their responsibility, so they don't care. They're not telling you something so that you can argue with them and say no. And then so then they can say yes. They don't have the time for that. Right. It's just like people are just acting on a whim. So I think we yeah. need to think about too. And I think people, like, I just, I, there are a lot of things where I'm like, I just don't care. Like, I won't like on that rehearsal when I had to go up and do my short little bit. I was I was fine. Like I didn't really care that much. I was like I'm mm. just gonna do it and get it over. But I feel like yeah, and and I think it's like I don't know. I've been talking a lot about like not caring about things, and like it's kind of like a joke with me and my friends. I'll be like, oh, I just don't care. And my friend, I have a friend who's just like, you don't like. There's just a number of things that you just don't care about. Like what yeah. is that? And I feel like everyone like you can also not care about this but it's more like the fear of what would happen if you let go like I think that's where it stems from but like I've taken I feel like recently I've taken the few steps of like not caring about certain things like kind of like dipping my toe in the water and nothing like catastrophic has happened so I feel like I'm starting to see those green lights of like you can let go like nothing has really happened like I went up I did my little piece like did my thing in rehearsal I kind of let go and like it didn't go wrong it was fine and then I just kept on and, and like is, when you start to see those small signs it just sure. yeah yeah when and also signs it really helps yeah that's it okay sorry carry on. No, no no sorry i was just gonna say and also when you do things like that it's only you that cares that much about that moment mm-hmm. like no one else is thinking as deeply about it as you are so i could guarantee that even though you would like to think that everyone is like watching you in that moment and all of that kind of yeah. stuff or as nerve-wracking as that thought could be no one is because at the end of the day we are kind of 
all a little bit self-centered and thinking about ourselves a lot of the time and the implications mm-hmm. of what we do rather than what other people do and the weird thing is like before we went on stage we both felt this like weird like we were just so nervous mm-hmm. yeah and it was just so it was just not necessary yeah it was not necessary it was a waste of energy that's another thing I felt a lot about anxiety and things like recently is that I'm wasting a lot of energy being this nervous about something Mm-hmm. you know even though it's not really something I can control and it's something I'm trying to control and get better at dealing yeah. with being just like my nervous energy and things like that it's something that is just wasting a lot of my energy like you right. can get so tired from just overthinking things mm-hmm. you can even though it's not a physical thing you are, you will mentally become exhausted from overthinking something I mean, I'm sure everyone has felt that when, you know, they get a bit of news and it's just like really, really stressful and you're overthinking it, blah, blah, blah. And that relief you feel when it's over or when you find out it's not true or whatever, the relief you feel and the exhaustion that comes with it as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's incredible. It's so large. Like, and that's how, that's how people feel all the time. That's honestly I feel like that every time I overthink I'm just like okay you're wasting a lot of energy just yeah stop and you know what with overthinking like I hit a wall with that like for like a while I was overthinking and I say like just over a year ago I got so burnt out to yeah. the point where like I was like all of that like was not worth anything it never helped me and never made me feel better it just was a waste of my energy and like since then since like maybe a year ago I've definitely overcome my overthinking phase a lot like I haven't really had that problem since um and I think sometimes it you know kind of takes being completely burnt out yeah to appreciate like how bad it really was um and so that one time like that one burnout really like completely set the tone for the rest of my life I cannot do that again you know oh absolutely it's just so time consuming it's one of those things it's like every time you lie down every time you have a bit of free time it yeah. just takes over your mind and we both I think had this problem especially during lockdown as well yeah it was just it was overbearing and again it's one of those things that's like you need to go through the bad to appreciate the good a little bit more mm-hmm. and I definitely do I definitely do because after that experience it was just and I don't know because one of the solutions I found for that is staying busy and constantly having things to do but that is also a way of burning out you know um but I think just calming yourself and remembering that and even though it's a weird thing to remember is that no one really cares as much as you think they do mm-hmm. I mean take that how, how you will because obviously it can be a bad thing but when in terms of overthinking in terms of the implications of a bold move you make or something confident that you do no one really cares that much and often people like it more oh yeah people like it because it firstly it's better for them it comes as an advantage to them because it makes them feel more comfortable right it puts them in a better spot but as well as that it's just it's better for you because you're able to kind of scope out the situation a little bit more and create yeah yeah, exactly create the safe space and it's like who doesn't people are drawn to leaders you know who doesn't love that one person who sets the tone or who breaks the ice like everyone loves that one person because you know like they're useful to everyone else like they're they're helping everyone else 
and they seem comfortable in themselves and that's really inspiring and um yeah i feel like i'm just so sick of trying to make things foolproof like assessing things so far and like making sure that there's absolutely no way it can be misconstrued or no way it can be critiqued or anything like you know making sure everything's perfect it's like that's what it is it's social perfectionism and like i'm so sick of like not wanting to make waves or like wanting to make waves and not doing it out of fear you know like i'm just sick of being like yeah and i'm people's opinions like i feel like i'm over that like i've had my fair share of caring what people think and i'm really like over it and it's just like yeah i'm just ready to be the person who creates those spaces because i'm waiting around like just get too frustrated and anyway and I'm also the thing like, is it's really really hard to keep everyone satisfied and happy it's it's not your responsibility firstly it's really 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 not your responsibility and that's something i've realized very recently is that it's not my responsibility to make other people feel happy um yeah i mean if i do then that's great if i do then i'm really happy that i do that but it's not my responsibility i don't owe them anything and so in those situations where you overthink and think about you know what how what you know how things that you do can be misinterpreted i think it's important to realize that you can never satisfy every single person if you went around trying to make sure every single person was happy with every single action and thing that you did you would never do anything right it's impossible and also it's incredibly boring if you are doing things and no one has any opinions on you good or bad then you're doing something wrong like that is really that truly is the absolute core of my like life what would you call like a I don't know what would you call that like a mantra or something like I literally if I'm doing if everything I'm doing is completely okay with everyone all the time then like life is boring you're not making any waves you're not like thinking you're clearly not engaging parts of yourself because there's no way that parts of yourself are agreeable and like yeah with everyone you know what I mean like it's just you're missing out on something and so I that's why I don't mind like that's why I don't mind criticism and things like that but it's more like yeah it's more like allowing myself to get there again and yeah bring back my bold self yeah yeah no because if you're thinking in terms of you know making everyone feel good and happy Mm -hmm. with the decisions that you make you will never win you just can't win in that situation because everyone has different opinions everyone has different things that are going to make them happy or Mm -hmm. make them cringe or make them embarrassed or make them uncomfortable so if you do something you cannot believe that you can like completely satisfy the emotions of all of these people it just will not take you anywhere in your life no action that you do will be completely fulfilling because if you're constantly thinking about what other people are thinking of it think about what it means to you think about how it makes you feel yeah and be a bit selfish in that moment and then move forward with it oh no being selfish is a great thing i think if done correctly being selfish is really important because like you have one job which is to please yourself and maybe a few people who are close to you and that's that and like if you're constantly working like trying to work against a hundred different opinions there is no standard for you to beat so you're never going to beat it and you're always just going to be feeling unfulfilled like you said and if you are under the illusion that you're pleasing everyone and you just know that you're not you're not pleasing everyone and you need to get comfortable with that because yeah you need to be okay with you know not pleasing everyone like you just it's a people pleasing issue as well it's just yeah no, because the minute you start thinking about yourself as the priority and yourself as the main, and mm-hmm. I want to do what I do because it makes me happy, 
And if it makes other people happy, then that's just a bonus. That's just a side thing. That should mm-hmm. not be the main aim of what you do. Because right. really, I know this is so like kind of gross and just cringy, but you really only do have one life. And I see that as one opportunity. If you're using up that entire lifetime to make other people happy, then you will not have time for yourself. You need exactly. to start thinking about putting yourself first. And I assure you that that will make you the happiest. I, that doesn't mean be super selfish and, you know, be controversial or whatever. It doesn't mean that. But it means do things that put you first and then think about the implications for other people. Because it's just, I don't know, it's the most fulfilling that way. And also, it, there's just no point trying to people right. please. It's just, it's a really, it's just a dead and kind of unsatisfactory right and it's because like people if it worked if it worked then like we would be like okay give it a go but the fact with people pleasing is that it doesn't work so it's all of this sacrifice for no actual end um Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely absolutely essentially it doesn't work is what we're saying and we've learned that we both have and it just it doesn't work if it did work we would let you know tell you to do that but we've learned through public experience it doesn't work and i think what yeah um what we need to like the message of this episode essentially is to allow yourself to make waves to let people have their opinions and to have your own and kind of be bold like just just kind of like be comfortable with the fact that you're not going to please everyone and that's good and okay and there is something almost thrilling about you know like going against yeah and i'm not saying like be like a rebel like that that's yeah. like cringy but like <laughs> I mean, like, there's something thrilling about debate and about people having different opinions just because it's interesting and, like, you should seek that out of curiosity and not run away from it out of, you know, like, fear. Like, I feel like there's something interesting about that and it doesn't need to be scary. And this is, like, advice for us, mostly. Um, So, yeah, that's what this episode was about. Yeah, it's it's very much just, yeah, take the chances you get, be bold. And, Yeah. yeah. I don't know. That's just advice we need to take. And hopefully this was useful for you as well. Um, I really hope so. Yeah. Because it's just one of those things, you know, that everyone struggles with. And yeah, it's just such a difficult thing. I don't... (laughs) I mean, it sounds easy enough. um, But everything is always easier said than done, like I've already said. So make it till you make it is the last piece of advice we'd like to leave you on. Um, but thank you so much for listening. Yes. And go follow our Instagram at Let's Get Coffee Pod for yep. like updates basically. And like also we do lots of polls on there and we ask you guys what you want to hear so that you know we're not just babbling about random things. Um so yeah, basically. We really yeah. hope you enjoyed it. Yes, thank you so much for listening. Come back next time, follow the Instagram, tell us what you want to yeah. hear. And I truly and... am sorry for the construction in the background. Hopefully it's <laughs> done very, very soon. And then I'll have like a nice little room to record in. Um, Okay. But yeah, so much. And come back next time. Bye. Thank you guys. Bye.